Hey, this is Brian Redband with DeathSquad.tv. You are listening to the 90 Show podcast. As of today, we are number 20 on the iTunes podcast rankings, and we owe it all to you. Because of you guys subscribing to us on iTunes, we are now almost considered legit. Pretty soon, I'm going to be doing Blackout Podcast with Lindsay Lohan, and we owe it all to you. Guys, tell your friends to subscribe to us on iTunes. I guess that's the most important thing right now. you know. And it, the more we grow, the bigger the show gets, the better the show gets. And I, we can't thank you enough. And thank you so much for all the people that have been donating at DeathSquad.tv. We've already started to replace some of the equipment in here and make this show even better. And we owe everything to you. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. And now here's the 90 Show Podcast with Jackass star turned comedian, Steve-O. Oh, I did that radio thing at the end. Steve-O. Steve-O. You think they would be, right? Yeah. 50 cents headphones. Oh, those are Dre headphones? Yeah. Oh, we're live. Uh, we're talking electronics here. <laughs> Welcome to the new electronics show. Well, the yeah. podcast that talks everything wireless headphones. Welcome to the Best Buy podcast. Uh, it's the Naughty Show podcast. I'm with Jason Tebow. Hey, everybody. Red Band had an exciting blackout uh, <laughs> podcast over the weekend. Still feeling it. F- found out about a girl who got drunk and shit in a cup. <laughs> very exciting, but uh, we're going global today. We have a very good friend and a hilarious guy. Uh, I thought he got ripped off last night in the Oscars. I thought he deserved... <laughs> Yeah, what happened with that? I can't I, you guys. Jesus, I mean, if dude, I've been working so hard at letting go of this resentment, man. Let's. <laughs> Steve-O, everybody. everybody, welcome to the Steve-O. show. Welcome friend to the show. Friend of the friends, of friend the of the show. naughty show. Did the naughty show? Rocked it. That was when you first started. Was, uh, yeah, was I think your... it was your. You just started getting back. You did. Uh, I think you'd done comedy juice the night before, and then you did the naughty show. Yeah, well, I mean, I first started doing the stand up like four and a half years ago. And I remember that guy, Skyler. Uh, Skyler Stone? Yeah, yeah, he asked me to come down. He said, dude, come down to the to the Laugh Factory, man, and do something crazy. And <laughs> I bet you never get that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I walked in, and I was like, man, you know, like the craziest thing I could do would be to try stand-up. I find that just so interesting because as a stand-up comic, I'm always, people are always, always like, tell me a joke, tell me a joke. I couldn't imagine being a stunt guy. They always gotta be like, "Can I kick in the balls? Let me kick in the ball. Let me hit, let me take a stapler to your eyeball or some shit like that." This can't be. What's harder though? Because you've done some amazing stuff, Steve. I mean, like, what is harder? Getting up and doing stand up or jumping into the waters with fucking great whites, <laughs> <laughs> fucking swimming around? I mean, at that moment when you you were like going to go do stand up for the first time. And then you were thinking about jumping into that water, which is the most insane shit I've ever heard in my yeah. life. I don't know, man. Like, um, it's it's all apples and oranges, of course. But uh, but this 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 time, you know, like, I'll just say, kind of give my my history a little bit. I did the I did it like four and a half years ago. I I, I got I did it here and there with with varying uh, success. Sometimes it was great. Sometimes it was horrible. That's yeah. comedy, man. I, yeah, comedy. Welcome to comedy. Um, I. Uh, you know, I got discouraged when it was really bad, and I kind of went away from it. And you'll you'll remember, um, 
about a year ago, really about a year ago, like to the day, probably almost. You and Steve Randolph came over to help me write some stuff. Yeah, the you legend, guys, Steve you, Randolph. Yeah, you guys were were really encouraging me. We were throwing around different ideas, and uh, you know, I had the pen out and I was writing, 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 and I was like, ah, and I got like frustrated and I put it down. And I had this to do list in my house, and it said like among other things, write comedy, and I and it just it just sat there, fucking just just fucking mocking me, you know, staring at like, you ah, every day, and um. Then ultimately, uh, you know, ultimately I fucking just couldn't put it off anymore, man. And um, I actually went into an interview with with uh, with Dane Cook, and um, and I told him, dude, I really want to like like I really want to dive into the stand up, man. I've done it before. I really like it. I want to, you know, I, I want I really just want to want to work at it. I want to do it. And he said, all right, we'll do it. And then he was one. Was it Comedy Juice? Yep, yeah, yeah, Dane. I remember who's there. Yeah, and and he said, I'll put you up there, you know, I'll get you on there in like next week. So I had like seven days, and I was like, okay, now is the time to quit messing around. And and uh, I buckled down, and, and and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote, and I had like you come over. And I had uh, like four different guys come over and and, and help me with with uh, what I tweaking written, it, yeah, tweaking what I wrote. I went to that that creepy ass fucking open mic Marty's. Oh yeah, like that was uh, me, you and Randolph. Did yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, night after night, and then it was time. You know, it was time. Okay, like I'm going to the LA Improv. I fucking uh, you, you were there. Yeah, I was going through like what I had written. I was, you know, to put in a perspective, I think I was probably more scared than I was jumping off the boat. Which is insanity to me because like <laughs> because it, you know it 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 wasn't like. Like oh yeah, like a bunch of jokes that you could tell in any order. You know, if I forgot like one little thing, then that was just gonna it's fuck a house of the cards. entire. Yeah, 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 it's a house of cards was, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I remember telling you that that it's like it doesn't matter. It's like it's just flow with it. And I I, I, I understand that now, but I was that so, takes time to get right back, though. You know, I was I was just so fucking stressed. You know, like with the. Like, you know, it, it, like with the Great White Shark, man, it was just like jump off the boat and like then. Yeah, but when you. Know, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like. But when you kick it. I mean, oh, that's that was a Mako real. shark. Yeah, yeah, that was a Mako shark. A yeah. Mako shark? That, that, that's, shark. Probably, that, that's probably uh, uh, more dangerous than a Great White, to be honest. But. Uh, like that, when your foot makes contact with that shark, I mean. It, it's actually, it's difficult to compare the two, you know. But but I'll never forget, man. You really helped me out that night. You like you, you had, had a little session, you know, with a little triple. A little powwow. A little powwow with Tripoli before I went on. Then I remember doing the, I, I went on uh, like a couple comics after Sarah Silverman. Yeah. And, uh, and immediately before Dane Cook, you know, like this was like my return to stand up. And this would have been what, like September? It's so like seven months ago or something. It's also swimming with sharks going right in with those guys. Yeah, it's like man, it's crazy. Right it into deep the deep water, water right? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it went, it, but it really went pretty well. And I remember like uh, sitting down with Dane Cook after, uh, you know, after his set. And, you know, um, and he, the first thing he said is, I'm not going to send you, I'm not telling you to go back to the drawing board. So it's like, wow, you know, that's like pretty big deal. You know, it's like, right. cool, I've got some shit to work with. He said, you need to work on your timing. You need to work on um, oh, yeah. your, your, your delivery. But but why, but you, but your you, jokes were always there. Yeah. Even when I met with you the first yeah. time, they, you always had uh, jokes. You didn't talk too much. Like a, a lot of times when comics first start, they always, they want to over explain everything. They want to give way too much detail and it's always not like enough, what's pertinent yeah so what's pertinent to your punch it's gonna get your reaction but you did right. phenomenal man i was like really impressed and this was right before your uh movie was gonna come out right and i knew that i, I knew that uh 
then I had to j- jump into it and, and 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 make it happen and to to sync up with that. Yeah. So so for, from that first night at the improv, like it went pretty well. Dane Cook said, you know, like you got good shit. I'm not, you know, like uh, just work on timing and delivery. So that that was Wednesday. That Friday night, um, I'm, I'm I got myself on on, on at the the Laugh Factory, and it just turned out Dane Cook was there again. Oh, that's cool. So, so I did uh, so I did I did my set, and then Dane went right after me, and then we sat down again. And his notes that second time were, uh, he said, it's good, to, it's good that you're relaxing, you know? Because that, that's what I was thinking. I was so fucking stressed that first time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell myself, remember, breathe, calm down, relax. And, and the second, that second time, Dane Cook said, uh, he said, it's good to see you relaxing, but you're relaxing too much, man. You know, like it's coming across like, like you don't want to be there. You right, know? right, right. He said, you're, you're, if you relax too much, you know, you look lethargic. Like, right. like, like it's just a big pain in your ass. There is a bit of you have to. Yeah, he, uh, there has to be a little bit of edge on stage. Like, yeah. He said, Re- remember that the, the, it's a performance. You're performing. And you got to give them an amplified version of yourself. So like really, you know, like don't relax too much. Like yeah. remember yeah. it's a performance. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes yeah. I like to just sit on the stool. Yeah. Sometimes I like to just see if the jokes work themselves. Like, like I can put on the big show and bring the energy and blow it up. Sometimes I like to just sit there on the stool and just see if the jokes itself can get a little laugh. Uh, and then when I know when I, you know, when it's showtime and I really got to bring it, then I can just light it up and go Broadway on it and just put the whole song and <laughs> dance behind it. And sometimes it just depends on the room. Some rooms when it's like a dead room, you can just sit there and chill out and just be like, I'm just going to work this out. Sometimes right. like a comedy juice or naughty show or some show where it's like a packed house and people are ready to rock. You gotta. When I saw you when know. I saw you, I thought that was the best thing. That it seemed like you were so comfortable on stage. It seemed like you were like like you like you've done this a million times. That's what I thought. I thought you, it was amazing. I was so amazed. That was one of the, the the first times that I ever thought. All right, this is not going to go well. And then I watched it and I was like, holy shit! That that blew me out of the water. Yeah, I mean, like when I met with you the first time, I, you were really in head of the game. I mean. It was like it was very impressive, and that's I knew you were going to do very well very quickly. So when you already had the the jokes and even the punchlines, you understood set up punchline. I knew it was going to go well. And it was right around when your movie was coming out, and I thought your movie was phenomenal. Yeah, I really <laughs> what an accomplishment. Best best use of three D <laughs> no, I've ever no, seen. That's what I'm way saying. better than Avatar. Way better the, than any of the other. The 3D opening movies. and closing of that movie was phenomenal yeah i mean it was phenomenal i mean i love two and three so much two i thought was i left jackass two depressed because i'm like i'm never going to be able like it's so going to be so hard to reach that level of comedy i mean i was laughing really hard and it's hard to make me laugh and like Man, i was depressed after number two too <laughs> I, I was like i was like holy yeah. shit that is right. mind-blowing it's right. like but then when the opening to the third one i mean we were in san francisco we were on tour and like everybody in the whole theater was just like blown away, like visually. And then the ending was like, God, I just said it's such a crazy thing. Like I, I had my own show on Spike TV and we did stunts, but not to level your, yours. But I could not imagine like getting set up for those. Like, how do they decide who gets what's? Is it like a flip of coin? Is it reach? It depends, man. Like if you came up with the idea, you got dibs on it. If you're trying to pawn it off and then and somebody wants it or they don't, if nobody wants it, it trickles down to Danger Aaron. <laughs> it goes to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> oh, anybody my. with danger in their name too. You know that guy's down to fuck, you know? <laughs> that porta potty bit in it alone. I, I, I can't even believe that... You, how much did imagine you hate that? doing that? Was that is that the? Do you yeah, have nightmares like, on uh, it? it? It 
it was it was fine with me, man. You know, what what I didn't want to do is get paralyzed or uh, killed. And, and, a, and a little poo is like whatever, you know. That's so yeah. interesting. There's more than a little, bro. It's not a little poo, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, suppose, you know, I suppose there were probably some some risks. You know, there was probably a lot of hepatitis in there. Right, right. At least pink on. Well, goggles. have the goggles on. Yeah. Doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. Um, so uh, you know, when you did the naughty show, you were, you you did excellent, and then you were ended on a really funny story about. You know, triple blowjob. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you, still, that's still like that comes. You know, I mean, you know how it is. You, you do this shit all the time, and then uh, it, uh, you, you, you figure out what works, and, and, and it evolves, and it just gets better. How's yeah. the road been treating it's you in terms great, of that man. stuff? I, yeah, I started out in Marco Island at, at off the fun. Book. The Captain Brian's Captain, great guy. Captain Brian's great. Great then, clam uh, chowder. Yeah. Then um, it was Caroline's on Broadway. Then the Irvine Improv. Then the Miami Improv, then Zanies in Nashville, then uh, West Valley City, Utah, then Ontario, California, then wow. um, Pleasanton, California. Pleasanton's a good time, I man. Loved, I, loved I love when you get towards San Francisco and more north. The crowds get really smart and they're like, they're a lot of fun to deal with. They have an attention span. Sometimes when you just get above LA, that there's no real attention spans. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's all been pr pretty good. Up until I got to uh, Pleasanton, California, all those places I just said, the way that I was doing the show, uh, you know, I was, it was, I was headlining, but I was hosting as a headliner. So I came out first and, and, and did like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Then, uh, then introduced the, the, the MC, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, came out after him and did another like 10, 15 minutes. Then I would introduce the the feature, and then I'd come out and then do my stunts. It's almost like Steve O and Friends at that point. Like right, right, and uh, and Tommy T, what a great guy in Pleasanton. I got there, and he's like, you know, you're a headliner. You should really start acting like it. You know, like it, he's like, don't let the crowd see the headliner first thing. Yeah, right. that is a weird setup. It is right. weird. You know so, what else does something like that? I hear Jay Moore does that too. Like really? he loves to go up first. But then he'll do like an hour. Or someone told me up front, which is interesting. Then the rest of the guys would close it out. <laughs> That's like the guy who knocked out Danzig. Trying to do the opening act. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Why don't you go on after me?" <laughs> and then he just punches him. That's my cousin's friend. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, Air, the Arizona. From Arizona, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Oh my God! So that's the greatest clip of all time. It is. But uh, but yeah. So so since Pleasanton, man, that's what I've been doing. Like. Uh, you know the the, the the two the two guys gone before me. Then I go on, and at this point, it's like it's like forty forty five minutes, and I'm just like really comfortable with it, man. Like real you, strong shit, and I've added so much, and I've taken out so much. Like, do you bring your own friends, or do you bring your own? No, nah, and this is this is what's so mm. great is that each club I go to, I'm traveling by myself, so it's like like uh, there's not like. No, not like a merch guy or, or, or That's features. That's funny. Yeah. I'm not, even trying, I'm not even trying to sell merch. I really, I really. Why not? I mean, like I probably could sell a lot, and and uh, maybe I'll do it, dude. Maybe I'll try it, but uh, I really just don't give. Rogan a shit won't about. do it. Rogan won't do it. We tried it once, and he, Rogan's just like, "This is gross. I hate this." You know, if they want to buy uh, my shit, they'll buy my shit. I don't need to force it. Have you set right, up right. A, like a website where they can buy merch and all that um, stuff? No, I did. Strike why the iron's I, hot, bro. I, I had a I had a meeting with. Uh, with the merch company and, and I don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see what what happens with it. I really don't care but um about the the feature guys what what's so great it, for me I I think it fucking rules is that each club I go to is coming up with two new guys I've never met before who, who yeah. I work with for the weekend we do like six shows and it, almost inevitably uh, at some point over the course of the of the the weekend. <laughs> 
the guys will be like, oh, dude, you know, they'll check out my act. They'll be like, dude, and they'll tag it up with, like, that, like what I'm saying um, during during my shit when I was talking about how as long as you're on TV, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are, what you look like. If you're on TV, there's chicks that are gonna want. One hundred percent. And then as an example, I say take Jared from the Subway commercials. He's fucking pounding the puss. You know he is. Whether he's at Subway or not, day or night, he's fucking parking in the pink zone. He's dropping six <laughs> inches. I yeah. Dude, that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's someone tell you, you're, you're, you're exactly on it. Someone told, told me, they said, dude, here, and this is my favorite fucking line, and it, it genuinely cracks me up every time. I say, I say, on a daily basis, Jared is piling his six inch meatball into somebody's cold cut combo. <laughs> <laughs> And I gotta give credit to Ryan Dalton from Cleveland, Ohio. Ryan Dalton, you know Ryan Dalton. Ryan Dalton from Cleveland. Ryan Dalton Ohio. is cool as every shit. Every time I fuck, he 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 gave me that tag. I fucking love it, man. Like, and every time it, it cracks me up, and and I'm it's it, I'm so happy to fucking. You know, you I want to give him credit every time I. Dalton's fucking, a good guy. If you ever work with him again, ask him to do his. Uh, I'm gonna work with him on Cleveland. Like his uh, uh, Goodyear blimp joke. He hates it, but it cracks me up all the time, dude. It's really funny about the Goodyear. Oh my god, Red fucking Ryan Dalton's good. Like, man, just some of the guys that I've worked with, man. Fucking um, Jay Okerson, you know him? Yeah, out of New York. Yeah, I don't know Jay. him, but I, I've heard number great. He's things about fucking him. fantastic, man. He gave me the one when I'm talking about eating out the stripper. Fucking how gross it was. He's like, he's like, say fucking. Uh, you felt like you were making out with a fistful of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, di- very descriptive and perfect. And, and then, and then I say, and so I say that, and then I came up with the, with the uh, on my own. The uh, I, it was even worse than that. I felt like I was using my tongue to scrape mold out of a broken fridge. Oh, See, that's the key to comedy. It's all about description. The best guys who come up with the best descriptions are the ones who always fucking work it. So, how the ladies treat you on the road? Oh my god, I could not have like, I fucking, my entire act is just like a, a fucking. A, a list of reasons, just of fucking major reasons not to fucking go home. Like, And they still go home with you? It, I, I successfully cock-block myself a lot of the time, you know? <laughs> intentionally like, uh, or it's unintentionally? In, the, well, the whole thing is about, like, I jack off so much, my dick's crooked, and fucking, you know, I, I, I come so fucking fast. Oh, dude, Al Jackson, dude. I'm talking about I come so fucking fast and, like... uh Al Jackson gave me a good one on on there. Like, um, ladies, I come so fucking fast, it doesn't even count as cheating on your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> and then, and that then, is funny. And and then it just naturally it came to me as soon as I said it. I said, uh, I'll tell you why. Everybody's everybody's heard of the five second rule. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's very. If so, anything, if anything less happens for less than five seconds, you're fine. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's like that's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you all film any of this? I, well, I when uh, when um, there's a club that has um. The, the the video set up and they can burn DVDs. I, I always come home with a DVD. Do you record at least audio your 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 whole set? Uh, One thing I've learned, like always, throw down your iPhone on the stool and just go over your notes. And because sometimes you'll come up with something on the fly and you'll forget about it. It's gone it. yeah. unless you look uh-huh. back at it. I, I think, uh, yeah 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 man. I think it's also good this whole journey you're going on too. Yeah. Because it's so like you're learning in such a quick rate. 
It's insane, man. To go from it's, A to Z is going to be this incredible process that you should just it, It's record. insane, man. Like, in, in general, like, each stop. I, I set all the, this places up to uh, Pleasanton, California. Then um, I did uh, the Denver Improv, then Hoover, Alabama, and uh, then I just got back from Minnesota. Mall of America. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, next week is Pittsburgh Improv. Oh, that's a nice one. Um, then uh, after that is um, Edmonton. Then, uh, the, Canada is the shit to gig in. Yeah, I love oh it, God. dude. I, I love I, it. I remember, I remember touring because, you know, another thing that people don't really, like, you know, people people are like like really wondering like how I'm doing stand up and like I gotta say, man, like back in 1997, I graduated from Ringling Brothers Barnum and Billy Clown College, and like from there, I became a a, a the real. Yeah. What was that like? It wow. was it was like boot camp with the circus. It was it was nuts, man. Statistically harder to get into than Harvard. There's really? Some, there's some how did you? We got here. There's some jokes. Yeah. There's some jokes about this, but I rarely rarely use them like on stage. But it's true, like. I got into uh, Ringling Brothers Barnum and Billy Clown College. How, no, okay. Statistically, Why? it was harder to get into than Harvard on the basis that the Ringling Circus, there's two units of it, and they each, each unit, there's a red unit and a blue unit. So they tour simultaneously. They they each do 50 different American U.S. cities, and then they swap schedules. So you can go to the, the Ringling Circus like one year, and then the following year go to it again. It's a totally different show. So there's a total of 100 cities that the circus goes to. Each city, they would have uh, auditions for Clown College. So you know they're auditioning thousands of people. You get there, and they're like... They do this fucked up crazy audition, and then at the end they're like, "Dude, if you don't if if you don't want to fucking battle for two hundred and thirty five dollars a week in a six foot by three foot little cubicle on a train, like you know you know and like whatever they just try and scare you out of it. Like this this uh, this application is eight pages long. You have to answer questions like when's the last time you cried and why. They're like if if you if you don't don't waste it in our time, don't even take it. You know you have to audition to get the application. Wow. Then they scare the shit out of you. Try I didn't even want to fill out the application. <laughs> <laughs> and I hitchhiked all the way to Denver from Albuquerque wow. to audition. And was that uh, always a goal of yours to be a clown? No, no I wanted to be a stuntman. I, I dropped out of college. Like I got to the University of Miami and figured out quick that I, I did not have. I was not cut out for that shit. I could not go to class. I could not study. I could not do it. And uh, and, and I, I'd been fucking around with the video camera, making skateboard videos at that point for for a few years already. And I was just like, dude, I want to be. I got I dumped by this chick, and I was all fucking. Jilted and heartbroken, and I started jumping off buildings and shit into fucking like shallow ass pools, trying to like make her worry about me. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's that was so that, interesting. That, that was how, like, like literally cry for help. Dude, it was a total. Cry. I thought I thought that she was gonna think I was so rad she would take me back, or she'd be so worried about me and I'd be fucking you know tormenting her. Yeah, but this, that's how the stunt started for me. It was wow. fucking. I it's got a my blessing heart. in disguise. You can, you can totally trace it back to me getting my heart broken by a fucking. What's my her name? Broken. Can we get her first Tra name? Tracy Smith. I have a whole book coming Thank out. Thank you, like, Tracy Smith. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, so Three movies I, later. Right. And so at that point, yeah, I drop out of University of Miami. I, like, uh, I, I decide, you know, I'm going to be a stuntman. I love making videos. I love doing these fucked up stunts, which I started doing for Tracy Smith's benefit. And then... Uh, <laughs> And so, and then I, I I dropped out of college. I fucking failed out. I got kicked out, like uh, at all three. You know, I actually managed. I got kicked out of the dorms. I, I was failing out anyway, and I dropped out without withdrawing before. You know, so uh, the trifecta. Yeah, the trifecta. Then I um I was homeless for three years, couch surfing around, and um. Yeah, but oh, at oh, that age, it's not really homeless. It's just yeah, like it's like partying. Yeah. I was couch surfing, uh, and um. I had I I was compiling like video footage with the with the uh, fucking video camera and I wasn't getting anywhere. So then when I found out about 
about Ringling Brothers Barn and Billy Clown College, I was like, dude, you know, if I could get in, if I could get into this clown college, if I could like have the name Ringling Brothers to brag about, then all of a sudden this is going to bring legitimacy to all sure. of my bullshit. You know, right, people right. are going to be like, he's he's rad. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's, he's doing like lighting his fucking head on fire and yeah. jumping off buildings because he's launched a rad, out of a can. The master because plan. He, yeah, and so I was just trying to you know do that. I um. It's so funny, man. I, sorry, I hitchhiked to Denver. I audition. I get, I, I get into clown college. Um, it's statistically harder to get into than Harvard. So I'm like proud of myself. This is a big accomplishment. I'm, this is gonna be. This is gonna make me a big deal. Meanwhile, I had a, a cousin, a, my first cousin. Uh, at the same exact time, he's going to mortician school to learn how to embalm dead bodies. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Our mothers are sitting together at the kitchen table, getting fucking hammered. Cracking up, arguing over whose son is a bigger loser. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> my, my fucking mom's like, my son wants to be a clown. I totally win. You know, like you have nothing on me. And then, did you have a, a, a clown style? Like, what, what yeah, was yeah, your yeah, style? Like, like the tear? Have, did you have the nah, tear? No, it, it was a, like it, there, there's the, the white face guy, and then there's the other kind, which is called Auguste. You know, which is sort of like, and they they they, they pitch it like like. Uh, cartoons kind of like tom and jerry there's always a straight guy and the dumb guy you know like like jerry's the straight guy and 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 you know so i was like the dumb guy if you could believe it <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know I, at clown college i wasn't trying to like be a clown you know like and they, they recognized that immediately they were like this guy doesn't even want to be a clown he wants to be a stunt man he's just here I was just there to bolster my, but of course, right. of course, but over the course of the eight weeks, and it was only an eight week program, but by the end of those eight weeks, and dude, this would have been the ultimate fucking reality TV show, like hands down, it would have been fucking amazing, like all of the fucking backstabbing and fucking yeah, what's that know, like? Are clowns fun to hang was out there with? Any their hot clown chicks? Did oh my god, what were the it, chicks like? It was well, it, like overall, it was like a reality show where like uh, like a like a dating show, like Rock of Love, except it, except <laughs> instead of. <laughs> Instead of professing our love for Brett Michaels, we were professing our love for the circus, and that's just like how all of the backstabbing, all of the the, the fucking all the horns you know, honking, all, all the water the, spraying, all, all of the ass kissing, the backstabbing, just the fucking the self degradation, whatever, the, the toiling and fucking blood, sweat, and tears, all of it. Is it a lot of like theater nerds that get like who gets involved? Um, who signs up for that other than like people jumping the, the, off the buildings? The, theater nerds. Um, they're they're pretty particular about it. They, they don't want anyone showing up to the uh, the audition in clown makeup. You know they they want like fresh people that aren't even exposed. Oh, so they, yeah. You know yeah. They, they, the criteria they're looking for is uh, is just people who are not inhibited. You know, like when we got there, like their first exercise was like, okay, they said we were at the the Denver Center for Performing Arts. There was like sixty people showed up. They said, okay, first exercise. Um, there's an there's an imaginary line going down the center of your body. The right half of your body is a a lazy cow grazing in a field. The left half of your body is a wild baboon throwing a temper tantrum. Now go. <laughs> you know? So it's like an impossible thing to do. You know, like how the fuck are you gonna do that? And uh, but but you know they, what they want to see is someone who doesn't give a fuck. You know, right. it's the uninhibited person. Oh, that's right. That must have been great for chicks, though. I mean, like they had to be like um, going for it. I mean, it had to be. Like, I, I had said, party they, they, People ask me like they're like they're like, did you ever did you ever fuck a clown? And uh, yeah. you know the yeah, the answer is yes. I had sex with the clown, which is the good news. But the bad news, she was not wearing clown makeup. Oh. <laughs> that's like having sex with an airline stewardess on the ground. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs>
<laughs> that is great, dude. Do girl clowns get molested by mimes? Like, how do you like? Oh, I don't like, like. I don't understand being a girl. Like, how would that ever come to like? I want to be a clown. You just doesn't seem like a girl thing at all. You know. That is that is interesting. Like, is there still that fucking whole market for clowns and all that stuff? And right. like, and why does a girl want to become a clown? Right. Have you seen clown porn? There's like a whole series I've never of clown, seen clown porn. porn no. It's from San Diego. It's too personal, man. <laughs> I used to make a bunch of porn, man. Like, not really. I mean, it wasn't really porn. It was just like little quick times, you know? Like, your right. digital camera, you click it into video mode. Right. And I'd be like having sex with a chick, and I'd just like stop, get up, go across the hotel room, and grab like my camera, and come back with the camera to like <laughs> resume having sex. And the chicks would be like, don't take a picture. Like, no pictures. And I'd be like, no, no pictures. But it's already like making <laughs> videos. Like, yeah, yeah. That's not a fucking <laughs> Yeah, right. I was, promise there's no still pictures. <laughs> I mean, it's like, a, like, what a creepy thing to do, man. Like, well, what, that's what guys like, are. We're creepy. Here's a, here, here's guys a, are on offense. Girls are on defense. Here's a tip too: if you if you throw if you if you record it and then like the next morning the girl's having second thoughts and wants you to delete it, what you do is you throw it on your computer, but you can change like if it's .mov, just t- change it to like .doc so it doesn't appear as a movie. <laughs> and then she'll go, "Where is it?" And I'm like, "I already deleted it." And then you can go back and change it back to .mov and it will work every but, girl ex or you can you just have. erase it and then no, not go no, to jail no, for that shit no, no. Oh my God. but there, there, were, there was a period in my life and and uh around the, the, the during the the wild boys era and uh like fuck man the whole fucking crew of this show we were traveling all over the world was just living vicariously through my quick times like i was i was like i'd come down to the fucking lobby in the morning and always have a new one you know i remember in mexico city i was fucking did it with this this chick i pulled a, the quick time trick on her and i was fucking ha- i was having sex there and on this video she's going oh too hard, too hard, too hard. Delicious. <laughs> she said that. Like, too hard, too hard. Delicious. I could not fucking believe it, man. There was all kinds of fucking ridiculous shit, my, man. My, my friend Eddie Bravo used to always do that. He used to always show me like this week's new batch, but he would always have to cover his dick with his finger on his phone, so he's like, or oh, shit, sorry, sorry, like that. But he has like collections. He he could have. Why like, a whole he doesn't library. want you to see his dick? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's not proud of his dick. Well, I I don't know. The it's kind of weird. Like, hey, here's me fucking you know but if I, i'm showing you me fucking i, I shouldn't have a problem with you see my dick i guess it's like he's got to be like a little there's got to be something up with well, his dick yeah <laughs> but when you're both in the hot tub watching these videos of him fucking his, his dick has a blowhole in the top like a dolphin he freaks him out what's left on your bucket list though in terms of chicks you probably knocked off everything well, are you looking for love now? Is a spooning in your I'm not, future? I, I'm, I've always been a fucking spooner, dude. And I, I, I'm talking about, like, like, you know, the, I, I can't have sex with a hooker without fucking snuggling. <laughs> what, how much extra is that? How much extra is that? It's another 20? What does spooning cost nowadays? What's the running rate on that yeah. shit? Yeah, I fall in love every time I go to a strip club. I fall in love and I have like their full contact information when I leave. You I'm, are I'm that guy. Loser. Yeah, I'm a loser when it comes to that. Yeah. You promise him a podcast? What? Do you po- promise them a podcast? Oh, I totally I do. How a would you like a thousand me? Twitter followers in forty-five minutes? <laughs> this is Red Band's game. Is he uh, gets chicks by getting up uh, them podcasts? And he's honestly one of the most successful dudes with yeah, chicks I've ever seen. The guy is banging chicks so far out of no. his league. I'm so impressed and so proud of him as a friend. Like he's he's doing it, dude. You know what I'm saying? You're doing it. No, I'm, and I'm proud of you, dude. I do not use the podcast to get laid. Okay, that's 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 true. I don't want to ruin your game. That's kind of dickish of me. I'm sorry about that. I take that back. I take that back. 
So, I mean, what's next? Like, you're going to do stand-up? Are you going to do an hour special? Is that kind of the goal? I don't know, man. Sure, dude. Fucking, I, I'm down with that. Like, uh, at this point, um, I'm just, I don't, you know, I'm fucking uh, touring my ass off, man. I'm touring my ass off all year. What's uh, the most time you've done so far? Like, I did my first two-hour set. Oh, uh, yeah? In uh, Oklahoma, man. I've never yeah. done two hours because I get there and I'm like, so much time you want me to do? She, uh, like... Like, usually they'll say an hour, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. She's like, I don't know, hour 30? I'm like, what? I'm like, who else is going up? She's like, just you. I'm like, wow. Whoa. And it was cool as shit. I walked up, and they, they they didn't know who I was at first. And then after a while, I just had them. And I just, I kept thinking, like, they're going to get bored, and they never did. Yeah. And it just kept going and going and going. And then I do uh, this sexy dance competition at the end that I like to do, what? Where get people to dry hump uh, stools and shit. I don't know. That's my big thing. And they fuck. I got off stage two hours later. I was like, wow, that's cool as shit. That is cool. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes sense that like uh, that your shit's gonna build because what you're doing in the in the in the in the top half is establishing shit. You know, yeah. it's like so so we 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 know this, and then, and then we're building it, and then. Once you have all that, just boom, 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 hitting all the things that are already established. So it gets so much easier as you go through it. And it's such more of an experience of you than it is about power sets. You know what I'm saying? It's like in L.A., if you're doing 15-minute sets, you really got to crush that whole 15. It's like there's, it's, there's industry in the crowd. Expectations are high. They're expecting Seinfeld to walk up. So you got to go and like kill for 15. But when you go on the road... It's almost like a one-man show in a weird way where it's like yeah. you have an hour. They don't need to be laughing the whole time. They just need to be entertained. And even if that's a couple moments of, a couple I, minutes of being quiet and listening to you, that's fine too. I get like fucking self-conscious. Nah, I don't know, self-conscious. I, I get uncomfortable maybe if 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 they if I got them quiet. With the silence, care. it's very hard, man. I want I want I want to be fucking boom boom boom. You know, yeah. the, the, but whole, that, the whole time. But if you do that, man, they tire out and by. 30 minutes when the checks start dropping have you how do you like check drops do you get yeah, that where the energy just goes shoot because everybody's doing math now you gotta start dropping some heavy bombs it on does, it just, doesn't bug me too much because i, I don't know like I, i'll do uh is I'll, that when you start doing stunts at that point that's yeah. the best that's gotta be the best check check drop fucking part where you're just fucking doing what are you doing now you're you're i got the the fucking world's most amazing bar trick where uh, i balance a drink on my head I, I, as soon as I let go of the cup, and I, I walk them through, like I say, who who likes to get drunk? They're like, yeah. And I say, who would like to get drunk for free in bars for the rest of their life? And they're like, yeah. And so I, I explain, okay, you know, you're in the bar. You go up to the bartender. You ask for a disposable cup with any kind of liquid in it. Reasonable request. So then you got, and I and I got my my plastic cup, and I I, I pour the water and pour water into it. I'm like, okay. This is all you need. Now you're going to approach a patron. doesn't much matter who, but if they're seated at a table, it will be difficult for them to walk away from you. <laughs> and uh, the people at the table, if they're on a date, man on a date, very susceptible to pressure. So this table will be <laughs> fine. Come up to the table. You say, I'm sorry to bother you guys, but I'm about to blow you away with the most amazing bar trick in the world. You just bought yourself enough time to explain the trick because everybody wants to see the most amazing bar <laughs> trick in the world. They'd be fucking idiots not to. So you explain the trick. I'm going to balance this drink on my head. As soon as I let go of the cup, my arms go down by my side completely. While I balance this drink on my head, I'm not allowed to raise my arms whatsoever, and I have to drink it without spilling a single drop. Now, if I can pull that off, would that be worth a free drink? 
Of course it would. But if for any reason this asshole says no, fuck him, go to the next table. Right. You never do this trick without a firm <laughs> commitment for a free drink and a witness to the agreement. And, uh, and I'm like, are we clear on the rules? Like, uh, you know, like, uh, um, are you ready to see this shit? Yeah. I'm going to do it on Triple's top. In. I'm going to do it on top of this table just because. <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, watch and learn. That's the cue for... She back in black starts fucking playing. Like, I, climb, I, I climb up on top of the table and fucking like like maneuver and fucking crouch down and fucking lay down. I bring up my fucking uh, my my fucking legs up in the air. I fucking like roll my spine over. I pick the cup up with my knees. I go into this fucking judo ass handstand. Fucking put the cup down with my knees and then get off the table, pick it up with my teeth, and. Uh, <laughs> It's that's fuck, the best that's closer awesome. I've ever seen. That's not even the closer, man. That's the oh, the that's, that's the, the setup to the closer. No, that's the the fucking then then um then uh, that's a real crowd pleaser, man. And, and it did keep me loaded for years, man. That shit was fucking. <laughs> I bet that fucking trick kept me loaded for years. Then uh, I say I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna show you guys another trick, but this one's considerably more dangerous. And, <laughs> and, and I fucking pull out this fucking massive butcher knife, and I'm like. Like when I put this when I put this knife on my nose, I need absolute silence because any distraction could cause the knife to fall into my eyeball, blinding it forever. They say I'm just kidding. Not about my eyeball being blinded, but when I let go of this knife, you fucking make some noise if you're having a good time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the, the the fucking circus music comes on, like it's just fucking ridiculous and you balance the knife I balance a butcher knife on my nose and I like spin around in a circle and then I pull it off and I say and I pull it off like and then I say that's cool shit man then I say I know what some of you guys are thinking you're thinking oh dude that fucking sucked man I thought it was gonna hurt him stuff I'm like alright you creepy motherfuckers I've got you covered and then I'll pull like the the fucking uh Oh, dude, I, here, like, I pull out the fucking, um, the lemon, and I fucking, like, uh, cut the lemon in half, you know? Oh. Uh, here, I'm gonna play the audio from this, because it's fucking hilarious. Like, I had a kid in the front row, um, tape, uh, okay, <laughs> here, check <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote my BA start squeezing all the juice. Oh, you can hear it. Oh, my eyes are just like going nuts. Over. It's, so, it's so great because it's like, uh, and people tell me, man, that, that if, fucking, if I keep squeezing pure lemon juice into my eyeballs, like, I'm going to go uh, fucking blind and maybe, shit. Maybe you should stop. Have you researched this? So, and I, tell this to the, I tell this to the crowd. I'm like, I'm like, so I promised my loved ones I'm only going to do it until I need glasses. Oh, <laughs> Truthfully, my God. I, 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 I talked talk to uh, I was an eye doctor, some kind of doctor. They said that if... Uh, Chiropractor. So, so, <laughs> Proctologist. <laughs> They say if I if I if I flush it out with water afterwards, I should be all right. So when I, so after I squeeze it, I squeeze it on the beat, and then like I, I kind of like it fucking doesn't feel good, you know. It's, I bet it, it, it doesn't feel any better when you do it six times per weekend. That's but, gotta uh, be rough. But then, now, are there guys who okay for sure? Yeah, yeah. Then, then I like crawl I crawl around looking for the pitcher of water that I poured the fucking cup with for uh -huh. them, and and then like the the tune by that point when I get the water. 
the tear that turns off fruity again. I'm just dying. <laughs> and I'm like bailing water out of the fucking pitcher with my hand, like all gay. And, yeah. and at that point, I just take over camp, splashing water everywhere like Zoolander and shit. <laughs> and it fucking, uh, I, I have a blast with that. No, shit. that's entertaining as shit. And, dude. Then, and then after. Uh, that, and then after the fucking uh, after the lemon juice, like I kind of recover a little bit, and uh, and and then to kind of depending on like I got shut down by the fire marshal at the, the last spot. And, Why? For what? And because I fucking like I was I'll show you a picture. That means so, did somebody call the police? I was on the. I had this fucking like, like normally like uh, uh, but after after my stand up set and before my. Uh, before my stunt set, I run off stage, have the MC, the MC come back up for like two minutes so I, I can go put a bunch of conditioner in my hair so that fucking when I set it all on fire, like, uh, like <laughs> I, I, I won't lose it all, you know? Oh, you set your hair on fire every yeah. night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, like like the, the the bits that are real short, I pile conditioner into it, and then like I put it just a little bit. I come back out, and then that's my last trick. I fucking spray like an obscene amount of fucking hairspray. This this big sexy hair. And um, and fucking then I light my head on fire. And then once my head's on fire, I have a dude come up behind me with a mouthful of fucking 151 and spit it on a huge hot fireball off my head. Uh-huh. So you got to see what? <laughs> <laughs> so you got to see this picture from uh, dude. If I listen to this podcast, dude, I'm finding where dude, you are near yeah. me. And dude, goes, look at this picture from Tommy T's. Not altered holy at all. Shit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Show this. Let me show this. Oh, oh my god. That is an awesome picture, bro. Dude. That would be my Facebook profile pic forever. Much <laughs> respect, bro. Much respect, dude. Uh, wow. Can you imagine if like he was your feature? Wow. Like one yeah. night. Yeah. One night. How that's you it, bro. All that, dude. Yeah. One night. That's I, it. Like uh it's it's fucking pretty great, man. And like, it doesn't um, burn your head? Uh, it, it, well, see, it, it does sometimes, man. I have a guy who's standing on the stage with a fire extinguisher. And um, if uh, I tell him, I say, if I hit the deck, fucking hit me with that fire extinguisher, man, hard. And, and, and where was it? It was uh, in, uh, in, Al- in Alabama. In <coughs> oh, Alabama no. out of... Every bad story starts with Alabama. <laughs> in Alabama. Out, out, out of six shows... I, I had to be fucking hit with the fire extinguisher twice. Which what? Was, wow. Yeah, that's the 30... <laughs> 33% failure, disaster, yeah. disaster rate, you know? And, like, I don't hit the deck unless it's a fucking problem. Because, like, because I'm, I'm recruited. Dude, each club I go to, I'm like, I'm like, do you guys have a fire breather? And they're like, no, we don't have a fucking fire breather. Why do you want a fire breather? I'm like, because I'm going to light my head on fire. dumbass. I'm going to fucking, like, light my head on fire. I want someone to blow a fireball. I'm the human fireball, fire breathing torch. So they're, like, fucking... Uh, so I'll take like a security guy or some like some guy you know at the club, and I and I'll, I'll go outside and we'll fucking like like I'll have a cup of water and I'll have a spit water. I'm like no more. I net my only note is ever more more <laughs> bigger bigger. Yeah. You know? Well, are they afraid to do it or are they gung ho like, like hell like, yeah? It, let's it, do it. It, it depends. It depends. But like uh, this kid fucking and a lot of the time in Miami I had fucking had two disasters down there too. Oh, that like, is uh, oh. like uh, we're we're fucking my whole fucking. Because these guys will, like, accidentally spit their shit all over my neck and my fucking head. And so, like, it's just all my fucking neck and my head's all on fire and I'm fucking flailing around and it's, like, too much to put out. So I fucking hit I know them. you like working with features that are new, but maybe at some point you might want to bring out somebody who, like, knows all this stuff. That, right. Like, at least one guy. Shit, least you one know guy. what I'm saying? Like, one guy. Yeah, like, you, know you know what? It's fucking... It is what it, it is. It is no, it's awesome, <laughs> but it's crazy. It's, it's the disasters that make it exciting. No. Okay, you got... 
I was just gonna say, yeah. One thing I've uh, I, I travel with Joe Rogan all the time, and right, I, right. I, I stopped. I, I I started doing open mics a while ago, and then I stopped because I had a bad joke that people I got booed off. So I didn't do comedy for seven years. Recently, for seven just, years because yeah. one joke didn't go well. Yeah, I told you that. The bottom, oh my bottom god, what's the joke? Right, well, you, you owe us. Now. Okay, okay. So <laughs> it, it, it was like right after nine eleven. No, no, no. What was the joke? I, right <laughs> it's okay. a great I'm joke. Okay. I'm gonna explain. It. I've said this before, but yeah, it was a couple of, a couple years after nine eleven. Bob Hope died. It was the day Bob Hope died. It was Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone. It was. I've been on stage five times, maybe, uh, and I was going to do this joke to be edgy the day he died. But then I came out. And it was all old people. And it was like senior citizens night. They gave coupons to senior citizens in order to fill seats. So I'm like, do I do this joke? Yeah, I'm ready to do it. I did it. I got booed and hissed off stage. The joke was, hey, did you guys hear Bob Hope died today? Do you think they flew his body to Iraq to entertain all the dead troops? <laughs> and food and all old people. And, yeah, and I stopped doing comedy. Anyways, what I was saying is, I, I remember doing comedy like like four and a half years ago at the Lab Factory the day Steve Irwin died. Oh, <laughs> did you do one? Oh Talking my god! Fucking like, because because I'm like I'm like a nature expert. Like I forget what the joke was, but it was disrespectful. Right. And uh, and, and and that reminds me of that story. Yeah, but we we uh, go on the road though with Joe, and we he brings his own you know like his opening act. He he because it, it's kind of cool because you get to hang out in different cities with your friends at least or at least guys that you know right, right, right. so it, it, you should just take one guy to actually help you on do all the stage stuff but like a, I, a, I, it would be comedy. great I, I could i could have him fucking do i could probably find someone to help with with comedy merch and fucking fire breathing right. and the whole deal yeah i like uh whatever man like i i'm just i'm digging the experience steve randolph would probably be great you could probably set him on fire on stage he'd love to fucking do that shit <laughs> He'd love to do that shit. Man, that hey, is... Hey, you guys can set me on fire if you want, man. Man, you know, I, like, I don't know like where all the people watching this uh, are. Right all over... All man, the we world. have people from England right now. They're loving you, dude. Sweden, I mean, it's yeah, all right. over the Germany, world. Sacramento's Ireland. in the house. Yeah, this is live. I, I, I got Sacramento coming up. Yeah. You know, Shout out to Canada. I should talk more about the actual stand-up I'm doing, you know? Like, um, because, uh, fuck, man, it's all goddamn true, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, I loved your dude, stories. Like, That's dude, the got, thing about you. Yeah, I've like, had so many I've stories. I've added so many fucking stories too that are fucking true. Like, like uh, I talk about how you know that you're, you're on TV. You know, like chicks are gonna wanna have sex with you just because you're on TV. And fucking like, then I go in and, and, and I, you know, I talk about Jared. I fucking say, does any can anybody think of a fucking nerdier, goofier looking motherfucker than Jared? And then, like, pretty much no. Or if they throw out names, it's always fucking hilarious, you know? Yeah, that always And, I, and, and uh, that always is always great. And I'll say, okay, you know, I, I can't... There is one, one person, he's not nerdier or goofier looking than Jared, but he uh, he's definitely creepier looking. And, and, and he just came out with a sex tape. I'm like, 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 I'm sure some of you guys know about this. Fucking mini me yeah. has a sex tape. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. We're yeah. actually having the girl that fucked mini me uh, on she the Esther podcast. She wants to do the show yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah. She's hitting me up all the time. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's so crazy. I say, I say, fucking, uh, I, I, I fucking say, mini me has a sex tape. True story. They just released a tiny bit of it. Oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> And I wasn't even like trying to make a joke out of that. I just noticed people laughed when I said that. So then I say, it's so fucking creepy. I had to, you know, I was watching it just the other day. It's so fucking creepy. I had to stop jacking off. Then, oh my God. It's fucking, uh, you must have a great crowd because I, 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 I'm blessed to work with Rogan a bunch and he has a phenomenal crowd. Like, 
That UFC crowd is great. Your crowd's got to be great too. It's, it's, it's totally great, man. But the only is it thing, mostly guys? Is there a lot of girls there? What 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 is it? 50, like, uh, 50, 70, 30? It's a, I'm a big date draw, I think, man. Like uh, that's and, cool and the good shit. news is that the dudes don't really have to worry about me taking their chick home because fuck do I cockblock myself for this show. But I do that too sometimes. When you're being honest and, about who you are, I could just sense every vagina room just snapping shut yeah. like a bear trap yeah. through my whole through my act. But it's like who you are, and you got to be yeah. you. But um, the fucking uh, you know, I do the mini me thing just so I can go that to make the transition from like okay, you know, you get you get you show up on TV, all of a sudden you're more attractive, like chicks want to have sex with you, you know. But like you know, mini me, you fucking got this sex tape, and like mini me is a fucking movie star, and I'll tell you, once you start making movies, then it the fucking game changes all over again, you right. know. Cause That's got to be crazy, right? Yeah, and people want to hear about this shit, man. I'm like. We were fucking filming the first Jackass movie, and I'm hooking up with this chick. As soon as she gets my wiener out, she feels like she needs to tell me something serious. Yeah. You know, like, this is fucking weird, man. She just fucking pulls out my wiener. She looks at me, and she says, I was in a bad car accident. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. She says, get ready to have a really good time. And then she pops out her upper teeth. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. That is awesome. <laughs> For the very brief moment after that happened, I was fucking blown away. <laughs> and that I, is awesome. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, holy shit, this is not a fucking Hummer. This is a fucking Gummer. Yeah. It's a fucking Gummer. Dude, I want a Gummer. It's like getting blown by a baby. I really want a Gummer. And what's so outrageous about this bullshit is that it is fucking true, man. It is true verbatim, dude. Like, like my fucking stories are all true. And uh, so, why do you think women get mad at those stories? Like, you just sense them changing because they love getting when they're talking to their female friends, they get so descriptive on what's going on. But when a guy goes up and gets descriptive, they get like quiet. And it's like, you're not making this up, it's real shit. It's it's completely fucking real, dude. And so, and it's it's even more ridiculous than that because she's giving me a fucking gummer. I can't believe it. I could not wait to go fucking running to tell my jackass bros about this. And they were so happy to hear about that that they found me a shark with no teeth to bite me in the movie <laughs> and that is why there's a scene in the movie called the whale shark gummer oh really? <laughs> yeah that totally is a true story crazy, dude. completely true story dude that is Fuck. crazy but yeah dude. i gotta say this man for people who are listening to the fucking watching this podcast be fucking careful about coming to my fucking show and i'm telling a fucking a joke and shit and then throwing out the fucking punchline man because dude i didn't even know how to, when i get to the fucking one about like the the fucking like why i'm i'm, I'm all respectful because you know like here i'm like giving up like some shit i'd say on stage i was talking about fucking uh this uh this stripper fucking you know like i talk about how the fucking the the girl the, the, I, i'm always respectful of women you know because this one time i fucking come in a girl's mouth with the, no warning at all the bitch held it in her mouth and fucking she came up and to give me a kiss and fucking spit the shit in my oh, mouth. Christ. Completely fucking true story. And I'm snowballed. like, snowballed. Yeah, I don't know. Snowballing. Yeah. I don't know why they call it snowballing. Man, to me that sounds like she spits it in the freezer and brings you a cum cube or some <laughs> bullshit. You know, I know it. I know chicks like uh, chicks call it a blow back. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I call it fucking horrible, dude. Yeah. And fuck, I'm like, dude, it was so. And that's another. Did you ask for your money back? <laughs> No, it's another absolutely true story. And fucking, uh, and I'm like, dude, it was so fucking bad. It was the fucking second worst thing that's ever happened to me during an intimate encounter. What's the worst? That's the first question. I say, I'll tell you. I'll tell you fucking. Um, 
but you're not gonna like it. And I go into this fucking. This is where like you know, I'm, it's it's an invo- an involved story. You know, it's an involved story. Fucking like, and it takes me like fucking. I build up to the to the fucking punchlines, and then I fucking work this punchline with fucking like reenactments and fucking facial expressions, the whole deal. This is where like uh, I I meet the stripper. I think she's gorgeous. And then we get back to my apartment. I find out that that's not the case, you know. But that's not what makes it the worst thing. For some, this was years ago. I, for for some reason, I couldn't tell you why. I decided to eat this stripper's pussy. Uh-huh. Oh, holy shit! Was that a big fucking mistake? Really? I, went, I got down there. I fucking felt like I was making out with a fistful of nickels. That's even worse. <laughs> even worse than that. I fucking, I'm building up. Fuck! I felt like I was scraping mold out of a fucking fridge with a broken fridge with my tongue. You know, like oh, but that's not what makes it. You know, and fucking like uh, like there I was eating this stripper's disgusting box. And she fucking farted. <laughs> that like, is that is horrible. The girl farted. Yeah, that that fucking happened while I was eating the bitch out. And, and dude, like, this is a real fucking like. Clip. She has no concern for you. If it, she really cared, she'd pull you back up. Or she's lactose intolerant. I know, dude. Like, dude, this is this is like a fucking a, a, a fucking involved bit. And I had a Cliff Notes version of the bit. But like, I was on the fucking radio in Denver, and I was and I said. Uh, I said, yeah, you know, like, is it cool if we, like, am I allowed to say I, I was fucking went down on a stripper and she farted or something, you know, like, and I'm like throwing out that, like, uh, that was an advice Tommy T gave me in Pleasanton. He said, uh, you know, dude, you got to say something about the stripper farting when you're eating her out on the radio, you know, like make people want to go see the show. Well, I get to the fucking, uh, I'm in Denver and one of my shows, I fucking, uh, I say, you know, the, the, I'll tell you what the worst thing that fucking ever happened during an intimate encounter was, but you're not going to like it. This guy in the fucking back fucking screams out, you're eating out a stripper and she farted. And I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, fuck this asshole, man. It's gonna, it, I was gonna spend the next fucking five fucking minutes right. working up to that. And I've got, I'm getting laughs, I'm getting laughs the entire, every beat, I'm getting laughs as I build up to yeah, that. Yeah, he just this fucking over. guy, this fucking guy, so this is what I'm telling anybody watching this that fucking comes well, to my show. Not cool, man. Do not fuck up my jokes, man, because, like, you know. I'm That's fucking, I, I give a shit about this show. And there's a fucking ton of people there. This guy, I was fucking just enraged, man. Like, I could not, I was like, I was like, yeah, fucking dick face, fucking security, fucking throw this motherfucker No, I'm with out. you, dude. I, yeah, fucking, I'm with you. I, I literally had, this guy like was fucking bombing my fucking, 100%. My, my, my fucking Twitter with a fuck, no, you lost a fan, you should get back on coke. Oh, I'm like fucking fuck like, whatever, you know, like, I'm like, dude, I swear I had fucking security go and throw that and motherfucker you should, out. dude. And I fucking had, I had the, the I, I got the whole fucking crowd, I said, all right, let's fucking help security out right here, okay? Fucking, Nah, 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 I got the whole place. But the crowd was, like, not necessarily all the way on my side. It was, like, they didn't, they didn't understand, like, like, dude, I give a shit off. So if, if, if whatever bits of my act... Well, I, if you're I a shared, fan of you, they should, right. fu- they should let you perform. Don't, it's if, not, yeah, like, it, that's player-hating, what that yeah, is. And you get that line. Yeah, thank you. Allow me to fucking perform, man. Like, I will throw your fucking ass out of my show yeah, they just if you be, fuck up my jokes. Yeah, yeah. This is, well, it's true, man, because like, you work so hard on yeah. it. And people don't understand the difficulty. <laughs> it's like going across, a, like, a, a, a fucking tightrope... And people are like throwing oranges well, at it's you. It's like saying to... the end of a movie. It's like, you know, exactly. hey, you that's know, it's what spoiler. It is. Yeah. That's what it is. You're going to go to a fucking movie and scream out the end. Yeah. You know? and it's like people want, they, 
you know, because you have that celebrity status, people want to be like, oh, yeah, I fucking got into it with Steve O last night. No, That's no, his you're little not getting, way you're of not getting into shit. You're not getting into shit. People. You're getting yeah, thrown yeah, out. And you're yeah. losing your fucking money. So okay, and here's, the, here's the deal. Like, like, after every show, and I don't know how much longer I can continue to do this, but but I'm doing it. And, and, and I don't have any plans of stopping for now. Uh, I should be careful because I'm not going to be able to do it in Australia because I'm doing all theaters there. But uh, every every comedy club that I've been to and every comedy club that I intend to go to, before I do the last trick and whether I'm allowed to do the fire or not, if the last trick is the lemons or if the last trick is the fire, like I say, uh, after this next trick is over, I insist on being available to each and every single one of you for, oh, that's for cool. a picture. I'll take a picture with every single person that wants one and um, and I'll sign anything you want. Just please, no fucking napkins and no fucking cell phones because they tear and the shit wipes off. Right. But like, uh, just have your camera. Like, and and like, literally, like it's like 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 what performer, like what like artist, like invites the entire audience backstage after right. the show. You That's know? crazy. They That's fucking cool. I line them up like it'll be like fucking you know three hundred people. 300 fucking people get in line like everyone does. You know, man, it sounds like you have the best fucking show, dude. It's a it, really fucking entertaining show, man. It's uh, it's it's pretty fucking rad. Like, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Here I'm saying that. It sounds sound like such a douche. But, like, honestly, man, like, I'm, res I'm, I'm respectful of, uh, of, you know, the idea that, you know, Steve-O's doing, you know, I'm sensitive to the idea that people are like, Man, Steve, I was doing stand up. Like, I don't know about that shit, you know? Like, it's kind of an uphill battle to convince people, but. That's sure. really interesting because there's like so many, like, guys who I don't find entertaining who try to do stand up. Like, the situation just said he's going to quit, you know, the uh, Jersey Shore. I guarantee you he's going to try stand up. But it's like you put on such an entertaining show. It's a variety show. It really is. It's a <laughs> phenomenal show. Uh, and then I want to get to some tweet questions we got for you, but real. Would you ever put on a show of like t a touring show of like stunt people like that, where like people would? I uh, like. Do you have I'm, people coming up to you trying to do stunts after the show? Not too much, man. Like I, I, I've given that some thought, and and uh, the the problem is with that that uh, that you, you got people doing shit that's just too gnarly, you know. Like they had a, a show in Germany recently where a guy was standing on a ladder or something and uh, he was going to stand on the ladder and have a car drive through the ladder while he's standing on it and like the guy's like still in a coma you know wow. yeah. like I just you know and, like whatever like you know these sort of don't have people stand on in front of cars you know like I, I get it but like there's just a blurry line to like when, when once you hand the ball over to the to the common dipshit, you Plus know, the like insurance they're gonna shit. be like it's just I, I don't I don't even I don't even want like I don't even want like that like uh when you know? I when I first met with you, you said something so interesting. How like, like in a weird way, you helped change Hollywood. Do you remember you saying that? Yeah. Well, I think I, I said I, I fucking innovated the train wreck fucking category. And it's so I'm true. It's I'm, like I'm a pioneer of, of, of the train wreck, train wreck category of TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> and it's totally true. Right. Cause like from yeah, that, yeah. What, what did I say? And I had a joke, and I never actually wound up using it. But uh, I said um, that. That I uh, created a, 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 you know, like everybody knows people who are, are uh, famous for being famous. I created the fucking genre of celebrity that's famous for being desperate to become famous. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. 
but you definitely changed the game, man. I think that's cool. I think there is I, a part. I don't that, know how much it, how much I. But who before game, you was like that? I mean, like who before you was famous for not necessarily being able to sing or act. Or, right, right. And, um, and what you're doing is is a talent in itself. I mean, it's uh, to me, it's no different. It's yeah. just a different type of talent. It, it, it is, man. And, like, it definitely, like like I said, the Clown College was 1997. I fucking, after that, I, I didn't get hired by the Ringling Circus, but, uh, you know, then I became a, a, a clown and a performer on, on Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. Did that for, like, six months. And then, Dude, then, who would have ever then, known that? Then I joined, uh, and that was, like, performing every day in, in a 1,500-seat theater on a cruise ship every night. Wow. Um, wow. Then uh, from there, I went to, um, to, I became a circus clown in, in the, the Hannaford Family Circus. I was doing, like, 12 shows a week there you know then uh i um i right at the, the, the my last day in the circus was my first day of filming jackass like i i, I washed off my clown makeup and like within a half an hour i was peeking up a goldfish wow and and, and, uh, and, I, and i and i had been saving up all the elephant poo there were three elephants in the circus saved up all the elephant poo that's where i climbed up the ladder to the flips now did you know the other guys in it or were you all just cast and brought together we, how did uh, you guys I, all get I, together we we were uh all making skateboard videos and ultimately like jeff tremaine said you know no they love my videos they hate the skating let's take out the skating what's left over will be a great tv show and that's literally what happened mm -hmm. but as soon as jackass came out then i started touring with what i called the don't try this at home tour and i was like headlining fucking all over the world for fucking shit dude like uh 2001 through 2005 really wow. like uh and um you know then uh what kind of venues were those? Where were you doing those shows? At? A lot of theaters, man. Uh -huh. Like a lot, a lot of theaters, and that was. So my, you know, my point being that in one way or another, I have not stopped. I've always been a stage performer, you know. Like since uh, since I was in the fucking plays in high school, man. I was a fucking like. Uh, pothead theater nerd you know yeah like, yeah like, yeah uh, you know like fucking high school plays through fucking clown college my clown career fucking touring i jumped into touring the second i had the fucking enough fame to fucking yeah to, man. To book a show so like i've been and all your background you get theater so it helps right. with your live stand-up right. show so it makes sense that uh that, that that i would be at home on stage and like at this point it, it makes perfect sense that i'm doing stand-up comedy because dude the fucking stories i have are fucking ridiculous and you can count on coming to coming to see my show like everything well you know when the chick went down on me and i blew a load before she got there that's a fucking true story like uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 I punch it all up with, you know, I, I, tag, I tag it all up with like how I say fucking, so, you know, I fucking blow a load and then fucking she gets down there, tries to suck my dick. I'm like, I said, stop, I can't do this. I respect you too much. You know? <laughs> and uh, you know, and I, 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 you know, because I've already gone into like how I've got the crooked dick from jacking off so much, so. Fucking, you know, she thinks she's like, oh, I'm a really great guy until she finds my load on her nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking dribbling down a photo of her and her boyfriend. <laughs> you're, like, you're and, uh, just takes a uh, left turn. Yeah, it's not a left turn. It just right starts turn? out left. I don't have like a, a, a my my dick's not bent in the middle. It just fucking veers off to the left, and I know it's because fucking I'm right-handed. Dear Monday, evil Knievel, according to our friend Ken. Yeah. Um. Ken, we have some people got some questions for you on Twitter. Can we sure, to ask you? Uh, are you? Uh, where's his name right here? Are you going to Wisconsin? But Big yeah. Monkey Dialomo. Nina, Nina, Wisconsin. Nina, what's? When are you doing yeah. that? Uh, I, here, I'm on the thing right now. Uh, 
Looks like it's uh, April 14th through April 17th. He'll be at the Comedy Quarter. Yeah. Nice, dude. Uh, Sacramento, what's the ad- what Diaz916 wants to know, do you have the Sacramento date for him? Uh, yeah, I do. That's May. Yeah. Punchline in Sacramento. Great town, great club. That's yeah, a May, real fun May club. Fi- May 5th through May 8th. Yeah, the Punchline. Punchline, Sacramento. I had a question for you, Steve-O, from Mike Maxwell. wants to know, <laughs> all your stunts and performances, uh, is it more of an internal rush doing it, or is it uh, you, do you get a better rush out of seeing the audience reaction? It's you know I'm, I was I've got a book coming out uh, on June seventh. It's oh, a, cool. like a, a memoir. It's called Professional Idiot, a memoir. <laughs> and uh, and, and not, not in the first chapter, I talk about how like just I was always had this fucking fucked up urge for for attention. That's just yeah. like an unnatural urge to be the center of attention. A lot and, of performers do. Yeah, and and in that first chapter of the book, like I've I've like different people chime in in their own voice so it's so in the first chapter it says like johnny knoxville with like a colon and then it's in his words and he says uh i'll you know i'll admit i've always been an attention whore but steve-o is an attention whorehouse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like i guess to answer that question um i would say that uh you know in, in an internal rush external like it's it's just all about i'm a, I'm a fucking performer man you know like i love uh you know like Here's the other thing too. I'm like each club I'm doing like six shows per weekend. And like when I first thought of like stand up comedy, I thought, wow, you know, this would be a great way for me to evolve in my career where like down the road I don't I don't have to break bones and shove shit up my ass anymore, you know? Like I can do like sustainable, like like sort of evolve into like but then I, I wind up with my own tour and I'm like, fuck man, pe- people are going to see a Steve O show. Like I'm gonna be fucking letting them down if I don't like bring some fucking antics to the table. At least a bag full of lemons. Right, right. Yeah. So so it's like so then I wind up, you know, doing fucking these stunts and six times per weekend. So at the end of the day, what was supposed to be like an effort on, to preserve myself is infinitely more self fucking, <laughs> like, it's infinitely more abusive. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like that all backfired on me. But like when I say that, I'm genuinely not trying to to whine about it or, 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 or bitch, you know? Like, the fucking fact is that I am happy to do that shit six times a week because I love like, fucking... You're the entertainer, I lo- man. I, I love it, man. I love making people laugh. I love making people wince. I love making people clap. I love fucking... And that's why I love the, the fucking... The, the comedy is fucking going great, man. Like, all this shit I talk about is true. I'm getting laughs. And, I, and since this tour started back in November, I... Shit, I don't even know how. I've probably done almost a hundred shows now, and uh, I haven't had a one single one of them go bad. You know, that's you, awesome. Have dude. you ever dated the the girl, the girlfriend that that wanted you to just stop all this? Don't hurt yourself anymore, uh, and it, it, it almost nah. worked. No, nah, you know what nah. I mean. No, it never worked. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 even close, man. Yeah. We have Actually, a whole bunch of shout outs for you, dude. Oh, uh, cool, man. The, yeah, the fucking the, the comedy is great, and I love it, man. I have you know what I'm so stoked on too? Because so many people don't really think of me as a stand up that I, that I get to be on this K Rock April Foolishness show on April second and fucking Universal City yeah. at Gibson Amphitheater. I think over, over six. I went to see this show last year, man, and they had Joe Rogan, Sarah Silverman, Jimmy Kimmel, Jeffrey Ross. Fucking uh, Aziz Ansari, yeah. fucking um, dude, it was insane. Dude, those are like the biggest names in comedy that fucking there are. Yeah, and uh, and and over six thousand people fucking sold out amphitheater, fucking the whole deal. Like Kevin and B, man, I hear about it every time I go on there. 
So, so now I'm on the show. This yeah, year. it's That's like crazy. Awesome. It's they, you, they, they, want me, they want me to do stunts and shit too, but but I get to do like 15 minutes of comedy and stunts. Oh, wow. that's cool, man. I don't cool. know. I'm not sure. I can't confirm. But uh, but that's just gonna be such a big deal, man. Just to have like Kevin and Bean see me do stand up, and so they can fucking be like. You know, yeah, like that, uh, he's fucking doing it. You know, that's he's, a fun time. That's gonna be a good. You know, show. like it's it's kind of an uphill battle to to establish to reestablish myself. You know, sure, man. But, uh, but hey, we got some shouts. A lot of people want to know if you're coming to. Uh, we got Lizzie Coaster. Uh, Coster wants to know if you're ever coming to England. Do you got any plans? I don't. For I don't. I've got New Zealand and Australia. But you know, I can make this a whole lot easier. And you know, like as and, and, and oh, can, I got a good question. Feel, feel free to make fun of my fucking website because, like, I, like it, it, what, what? Here's how my website used to be. It's it, and it was hilarious before I got sober. Like, uh, and then for for about a year after I got sober, it, it was called the official Stevo website. Where self destruction is funny, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and it was great, man. It was fucking hilarious. But Steve then, Randolph says, "What's up?" Oh, cool, man. It was it was fucking hilarious. But then, like you know, you come to a point, where, you know, like like that shit wasn't funny anymore. I, I had to get sober, and that's a big deal, you know. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck, man, I got to change it down." So the first fan from my website that came up with a new like banner for the top of my website, I was just like, "Whatever, just fucking throw it on. That's cool. I just got to get rid of that self destruction thing, you know." So now my website it says uh the official steve website the man the myth the legend like that's so gay man. I, fucking, I hate it so much man like not and, and nothing against my buddy eddie redcar like eddie redcar man i bless you bless your heart i love you you did me a favor fucking to hook that up but uh for fuck's sake man i need a fucking new website you're a good guy man but, you got really great energy dude you're a good guy but get uh but but for all the instead of wasting time with questions about oh are you coming here are you coming there just yeah, go just to go to the website the go website to, has it all yeah. it's right on the front page yeah. also has all his videos and stuff like that also has myspace army are you gonna retire yeah. that army now and yeah, do yeah, I? yeah i'm dude my <laughs> myspace army man that's do you still skateboard? Uh, do you ever? I do. Yeah, I, there's actually. I mean, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a, a video of me skating. But it's it's kind of half-assed. Oh yeah, yeah. Siva skates in the music video. I, I, you know, one of the things that really bugs me. I, I used to skateboard back in the day. I don't really do it too much anymore. But uh, the the cop versus skateboarder videos nowadays. So many people have uh, small cameras, like flip cams and stuff. You go on YouTube. There's some fucked up shit. Yeah. That be, like that. Uh, not even just like security guards versus uh, skateboarders. And you could just sit there and get pissed off all day watching those videos. Well, but there, 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 there's, a, there's a really messed up one where, where a kid hits a security guard in the head with a skateboard, like with the truck, and right. he's just spouting blood everywhere. Yeah. It's like, I think he still keeps hitting. I don't know. That's man. there's a war out there. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but what's great there's now is technology there, with these cameras, and all these kids have these cameras. Now. I'm with it's you, man. Awesome. I know we just get we do shout outs from our Twitter. Yeah, that's People stupid, love to hit though. us up. And, you oh, hate it? You yeah, I like? think that's dumb. I think there's no reason to shout. That reminds me of TRL with like Carson Daly. Like, Dude, I want to be shout the next my Carson Daly. You know, I'm new. I'm Carson Daly. I'm new to the uh, to the Twitter. Like, uh, it's yeah, Mr. Yeah, Dude. Mr. Yeah, Dude. Yeah. That's a great name. And they're not verifying you. What's what's they the deal? They, they won't verify me because uh, I, I don't know. Like, like, like. Have I came you tried out. to be verified? Yeah. That's my my, my lawyer's uh, my lawyer's office does that shit, and they said that Twitter told them that. Uh, that I'm too new. I, I I came on Twitter after a cutoff point where they stopped verifying people because they're getting ready to do some kind of overhaul bullshit. Right, right. But yeah, it's me, man. Like uh, I've definitely more than proven that Mr. Yeah, dude is is me. Yeah. Well, you just officially said it. 
couple other questions. Uh, 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 Revan doesn't want us to. Uh, they're no, just questions. He makes me questions. sad. I'm not, I'm not doing shout outs. Uh, two good questions. One, which I've gotten a lot here. Uh, any plans for another Jackass movie anytime in the future? Um, wouldn't rule it out as a possibility, but I haven't gotten the call yet. Right. And I then, want Wild Boys to come back. This one's hilarious. I love. Uh, how was your time on Dancing with the Stars? Um, you know, I, like I had two big things that that went down kind of simultaneously. Fucking the documentary about my downward spiral and, sure. and early which i thought was actually i thought that was fast yeah I, I i couldn't watch it but um but i think it, i'm glad i did that um the uh that that demise and rise steve-o documentary just was really an uncomfortable I bet. thing to to have to come out you know like I, I i had fucking like my i got cold feet i'd call up the office and be like like i can't do it i haven't signed the contract man you guys aren't allowed to do it, man i'm fucking pulling out i'm pulling out and then, uh, you know, they'd like calm me down on the phone. And by the end of the conversation, I'd be scheduling more interviews. Like, you got to get Jeffrey Ross, too. <laughs> you know, I was like cold feet, warm feet, cold feet, warm sure. feet. Like right up until the day it came out. And like uh, that whole process of making that documentary was so uncomfortable. But I can say fully, confidently, that it was not nearly as uncomfortable as being on Dancing with the Stars. Right, that's fish out of water right we there. We have the... Did I uh, when you cut out your uh, so for your sobriety? Are you cutting out everything? Like, are you including weed? Are you including yeah? Out- I, yeah, I haven't no. had anything stronger than an Advil in uh, eleven, ten or eleven days shy of three full years. Wow, yeah, that's awesome, buddy. Did you, you smoke a- also at the time, or was I, I, I quit smoking cigarettes too? Yeah. Wow, and that's, I'm hundred percent. It must feel great though. It must yeah. be like amazing to wake up and just be able to breathe and not spit up honkers and yeah. If uh, March tenth is my sobriety date, so you know like, that's uh, great, dude. There's three years on March 10th, and um, yeah, you can never like speak for a time that hasn't happened yet. So if sh- should I still go without drinking or doing drugs until March 10th, then that'll be three years of sobriety. I mean, that's such a hard thing to do is to sober up, especially if you have a, you know problems with it. But then to do a documentary about it and make it such yeah, a public you know, thing. It, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm fucking healthy as shit now, man. I, like, I haven't smoked a cigarette in two and a half years. Wow. And, Hundred percent vegan for a year and a half. Oh yeah, let's talk about this now. Now I, I love it. When did you, you when did you start vegan? Um, I, I've been vegan for a year and a half. Um, before that, uh, it was actually before I got sober. I was doing enough fucked up drugs that uh, that I was just hallucinating. I was watching people fucking walk around my apartment that were never wow. even fucking That's there. That's crazy, dude. I swear. I even say I, I say during my stand up, I start off talking about like, uh, you know. How, how how long I've been sober and and uh, how how serious you know your problem is when Johnny Knoxville's your interventionist. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like uh, there's a whole bunch of jokes, like intervention jokes about how like the the the, the intervention with Knoxville was wasn't my first intervention it was like my fourth but the thing about the first three was that i hallucinated them that's <laughs> hilarious and it's, it's fucking it is hilarious but, it, but again it's absolutely fucking true right. man i would watch people walk around my apartment sit down and be really fucking concerned about me and they were never fucking there man like my buddy's got a great joke about interventions like the first one everyone came the second one Couple people showed up. By the third or fourth of them, they were just running highlights for my last couple. <laughs> fucking. Uh... Yeah, that doesn't sound true, man. All, like my my intervention jokes are are, are sad but true, but uh, they're yeah they're totally true. And um, the the fucking uh, there's like a month before my intervention, um, I was hallucinating my ass off. I was fucking. Um, I'd been hearing voices like um, I'd been hearing voices since 2006, man. Like it was crazy, and. Um, 
remember like I did something fucked up the 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 I knew it was wrong and this voice in my ear this like it was like all angels and demons man the only way I can describe it but sure. this boy I heard this voice in my right ear say you're gonna have to answer for that later wow. and I was like whoa you know like you know the whole like you're gonna have to answer for that later and then I was like preoccupied with the like the spirit world like like other dimensions like all this business and uh, I was like doing all this research on the internet literally with the the fucking platter from out from out the microwave with a, a like vial of ketamine all like uh cooked up on it scraped up wow. into the pile i had a fucking platter of ketamine a fucking plate with a fucking pile of cocaine on it a fucking cookie sheet with fucking uh full of fucking weed i had pill bottles everywhere nothing in my fridge except for fucking vodka and beer just fucking chain smoking cigarettes fucking popping pills snorting everything fucking on the internet and I see this fucking YouTube clip for this this guy from India and he says it's very difficult for Westerners to be saved because the, the standard of respect for life and for the planet is so much lower then the guy just says how can you expect to be saved if you eat meat and I'm sitting there just fucking <laughs> <laughs> I gotta quit eating meat you know and fucking like <laughs> you know like <laughs> Yeah, never mind the fact that I'm a fucking shitting all over everyone who loves me. Just being a fucking asshole to everyone who crosses my path. Like, spitting on people was like a regular part of my day at that point in my life. I was just fucking... Did this lifestyle start when you became went with jackass with the money? And I was everything, already or? a fucking when, back when I was in the, in the uh, uh, clown school. When I was a clown in the circus before jackass started, I'd be back in my little tarped off fucking dressing room, peeling off my clown nose to snort fucking wow. coke. Yeah, I'd fucking stay up for 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 days, man. Like uh, it would be like three shows Friday, three shows Saturday, and fucking. Uh, and two shows on Sunday, and I'd fucking not sleep a wink, just fucking yeah. powering coke through my fucking clown nose. That's awesome. But uh, poor so, little in there, like sh- yeah, shakes but, the clown. But yeah, like at the end, man, the bottom just completely fell out, man. And um, you know, I was just like, I was such a fucking just dick, man. I was just so like intentionally cruel. Like the, really, the, I just felt so bad about myself that. I, I treat you know we treat other people the way that we feel about ourselves you sure. know and I just fucking was shitting on everybody and fucking you know I was just in such a state but I thought that like I was gonna like be saved salvation would be mine because I stopped eating fucking whoppers <laughs> <laughs> so I just you got know. a text from uh, Steve Randolph he says ask you about Walter. Uh, my dog Walter. How's the dog doing? I know he was being a little crazy there for a little while. On he's still crazy. He's crazy as shit, man. But uh, you know, whatever, dude. Like if uh, you know, here I'm talking. He's probably like you know, he's understanding that that Walter. His point is that that my dog, my rescue dog, is very similar to this old version of me that I'm uh, describing. Just shits on people. Fucking like a total nuisance. Bite. He hurts people. Pipple? He shits on people. He's inconvenient. He's a fucking nuisance. Like, <laughs> Is like, it a pickle? Uh, Borrows money, no. doesn't pay a pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, no, definitely. Um, Comes in girls' mouthless. It's it's appropriate that I should have a dog like that because uh, because I I hurt everybody that I could and fucking was just a pain in everyone's ass, shit all over everything, and fucking that's my dog. 
Yeah. You know? Man, what a great podcast, huh? Yeah, this has been a lot seriously. of fun, dude. This yeah. has been a whole lot of fun. You, you're awesome, man. Hey, thanks you're a lot, man. You're a very cool cat, dude. I'm uh, honored that you're in my life yeah. and you've done uh, well, you've been, you've my been, show. You've been, you've been a huge encouragement, man. Steve Randolph as well, man. All you guys, I fucking appreciate the shit out of you, man. We love it, dude. We and, love uh, it. And, and, and let me just reiterate, if, if you come to my shows and fucking you know something I'm getting ready to say, shut the fuck shut up with it. Trap, or right. fucking I'll throw you out, man. Yeah, uh, no, Steve-O's a fucking saint, man. Maybe get goat urine for the bouncers, too, just to throw it on their face right yeah, before I'm they get kicked you. out or something like that. Guys, Steve-O's website is stevo.com, and Jackass3D comes out on DVD and 3D Blu-ray March 8th, 2011. I love it, so I can't dude. wait to watch that movie this in 3D. Guy, yeah, three, this then guy three, gets it done over here. 3.5 comes out, uh, I think, at the end of, oh, end of you April. you guys did a 3.5? Yeah, oh, uh, fuck yes. 3.5 three is ridiculous. Oh, cool. and then, uh, What's 3.5? It's uh, like a, a, a second movie of did, uh, all the it, shit that didn't make it. The, yeah, is it what they didn't make it? And, and, and it, did you guys? Did they, you guys they, always plan like like we're yeah, gonna we're, shoot we're gonna, extra? We're gonna, we're gonna, we, we, it happened uh, organically when we did the the second movie. Right. It's like holy shit, we have like we have more extra footage that didn't make the movie than like uh, than warrants deleted scenes. Like right. we got like a whole second movie of of shit. But uh, so there's it's a, a follow up release. That's you awesome. guys should get him on Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I think someday, if, if, if you whenever Rogan's you want to, awesome I would podcast. love to, man, dude. People ask me who's my favorite comic, and uh, you know, I say like, as far as like, like, like you know, just being the the, the raunchy style that Joe Rogan has, like I can relate to. He's you know? he's a great yeah. guy. Rogan's what? been uh, so good to me, and like yeah. the Teebs. Right. Rogan's the shit. And dude. his podcast. Is he, is he doing the uh, the April Foolishness? I, thing? I I believe so. And we uh, we have a show every Wednesday that I put together. Joe Rogan and friends. If you ever want a workout room and you're in town yeah, every cool. Wednesday, it's uh, Melrose. So. So so I, 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 leave, I leave town most Wednesdays. All right, cool. Yeah, that's why but, we do uh, it on Wednesday. Are you out of town St. Patty's Day? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like okay. my, my schedule is pretty uh, packed. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. now. It's pretty ridiculous. I mean, hey, it's so uh, what do you got going on, Tebow? No uh, shows. Let's see. This Wednesday, I'll be. Uh, I'm going to be at Sal's Wednesday, and uh, who knows? I don't know what else. I know we got a busy month. We're doing a, we got a busy Costa month. Mesa. Yeah. We got a. We got a bunch of gigs. Naughty uh, show on St. Patrick's Day, and we, you and I are going to be at the La Jolla Comedy Store in the last uh, weekend of this month together. Very so. excited. We got uh, next week. We got fetish model Matsui Max, who. Uh, is one of the coolest chicks you'll ever meet. Wait, when's the chick who fucked Mini Me? Oh, uh, it's another podcast I do, a little Esther's podcast. She's going to get on uh, maybe this week, uh, Wednesday, I think. She's I mean, actually hot. She's got crazy she? eyes, is though, she? but she always wants to do the naughty show. And I, I think odds are pretty good to get laid by her, though, right? If she, uh, I mean, <laughs> I asked her why. Uh, the, yeah, she gets. She's a very interesting person. And again, uh, Steve, oh man, you're the shit, yeah, dude. Thank, thank, thank you. You're the best, Steve. I really appreciate it. Was it. Honor to have you on. I appreciate you guys, man. Like, we'll get uh, together absolutely soon, man. You should do the uh, Sal's on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. There's fucking yeah. Ho- every, at me, man. I'll be down. Everybody who listen, man. God bless. Thank, thank you, you so everybody much. for watching. Thank you all. I love you all. We'll do shout outs next time. Uh, we'll Naughty see you show, next bitches. week. Right. Naughty show. Uh, talk to you soon. Holla at your boy. Subscribe on iTunes under Death Squad or go to deathsquad.tv. Thank you, guys.